Hello, be beautiful. Welcome to It's Time to Be You, the podcast that helps people pleasers take control and finally put themselves first. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter, and I'm a recovering people pleaser here to guide you on your journey. And as people pleasers, we tend to play small. We do what we can to fit in and not go against the grain. And as we are on our journey to recovery, we need to learn to be bold. And so the dictionary definition of bold is the ability to take risks, be confident and courageous, and when referring to design, is to have a strong and vivid appearance. So being bold will help us to take back control by standing up for ourselves, doing the hard, uncomfortable things, and have the confidence to be our unique selves. And to help us embrace being bold, we are joined by Brooke Strauss. She's the owner of Bold in Her Biz. Brooke grew up being the black sheep in her family. She lacked support in her marriage, and she realized that she needed to fully embrace who she was and what she needed to find success. And in this episode, Brooke shares her journey to creating a virtual assistant business, her merchandise business, and founding the Ladies with a Legacy on Clubhouse. We discuss self-love, listening to your inner voice, finding support outside of your family, and finding your value. When you are bold enough to be yourself and put yourself first, that's when your life truly begins. Brooke, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. We met on Clubhouse and when I first heard you, like you're just, your energy was just contagious. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to know more about this woman and hear about her story. So thank you so much for being here. Will you just tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Sure. And thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad to have met you on Clubhouse. If you're not on Clubhouse, people get on Clubhouse. It's yes. <laughs> so my name is Brooke Strauss and oh gosh, I'm a woman of kind of many hats. So I have, I have two businesses. I have, I've had my VA business for six years and then I have my newer brand, my, um, my merchandise brand for the past about year and a few months I started towards the end of 2020 and that's called bold in her biz and I also do I'm a very I'm a creative soul I've always been a creative soul so I also uh do spoken word poetry and and I love to dance and I'm a mom (laughs) awesome I love it and I love like the clothing that I've seen on your Instagram like your stuff is so awesome I'm just like yes every like boss woman needs some of this apparel so I love it like Tell us, I guess, take us back to like, how did you get started with the merchandising and then maybe even like your VA business? Where did that all start? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a long story. I'm going to try to give you the nutshell version. Um, I can say I definitely, I fell into the VA business world, which is usually the story for most VAs. Most VAs kind of like, fall in it, you know, they don't really know about it. And then they find out about it and you just kind of fall into it. Um, what I can say is prior to that, I, I was really always kind of unhappy in the jobs that I had. And I think a lot of that was because, like I said, I've always been a creative person and a lot of creative people end up kind of doing, you know, having like the day job that they don't like so much because they have to pay bills and eat. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so that was kind of my situation um, for a long time. I was working in, in uh, I ended up in social, social services. Like I was 
a case manager and I was good at it, but I just, you know, I really wasn't happy. And I was always doing something creative on the side, whether it was uh, being in bands or doing spoken word poetry um, for a period I was doing like community theater and improv classes and that kind of thing. So I was always doing that on the side, but as far as bringing in money, I was always kind of miserable Yeah, <laughs> because I wasn't really making money with the creative things, you know, um, but I loved doing it so much. And then at the end of my pregnancy with my daughter, who's now eight, um, I wasn't tied to a job at that time, but I still had to, I had to still contribute to the, you know, household financially, but I wanted to avoid putting her in daycare. I was just, you know, like, I just want to raise her, you know, in the beginning, you know? And yeah. so I literally just started looking online, like for legit ways to make money online. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I never heard of the, of the VA world. And so I ended up getting um, a few temporary, like local-based jobs that were virtual. And then those ended and I continued my search. And then I, again, I really stumbled upon the virtual assistant or VA world. And once I, you know, I ended up like in some Facebook groups and was learning about it. And it just came really, it was just a really a naturally good fit for me. And the rest was kind of history. I mean, once I, I started you know, subcontracting for a couple other VAs and getting my feet wet. And then I learned that, you know, oh, you get your own clients. Well, no, actually I worked for a couple of VA companies, like the bigger companies and they kind of pay you peanuts, but it was a good place to start. And then I started subcontracting for a couple of VAs. And then after that, I had confidence to, you know, start finding my own clients and starting my my own business. And um, it was a really, it was a step up for me from having jobs I didn't like to becoming an entrepreneur, it just, it just felt right to me. And I don't know, my, my, my dad owned businesses when I was growing up. And I think maybe subconsciously that rubbed off on me a little bit. And he actually had some really fun businesses. He had a toy store and an ice cream, a gourmet ice cream parlor for 12 years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so, I was like, that's yeah, really cool growing up. Yeah. And he never said, he never really talked to me about, you know, oh, you can own a business that, that, that never happened. But I think subconsciously it kind of got into my blood, I guess, you know, and, um, so yeah, so that's why I just really made a good fit for me. And I like that I could, you know, find my own clients and charge what I want and work when I want, you know, had that free, that freedom that came with it. And of course, then I was able to keep my daughter home until, you know, preschool came and stuff. Um, so then six years later, um, you know, I really liked, I really liked what I was doing, but part of me still felt like something was missing. Like I wanted to bring in money with something that was even more creative and more me, you know, because you can, you can be creative as a VA, you know, for sure, but not in the way that I really wanted to be. And so being a VA, I was familiar with, you know, the e-commerce world and, you know, how you could, you know, put your own designs and stuff on, you know, t-shirts and mugs and all of this. And so I, so I was like, okay, well, this could be a good thing for me to do (laughs) as well, in addition with the VA stuff. And so as far as getting the idea of what I wanted to do, that was just kind of, it was like a divine thing. I mean, I don't really think that hard when it, when it comes to being creative, like the ideas kind of come to me and then mm-hmm. I, I roll with it. So, um, I, I don't know, bold in her biz, it just, it just hit me. It just really kind of hit me once I started thinking about it and all these, you know, slogans and, you know, they're really basically kind of like affirmations. They kind of just started <clears throat> really flowing to me and, yeah. And the rest was kind of history. So <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so let's go back a little bit. First, I'm kind of curious because um, when you really created your own VA business, you said that you had like the confidence to really go out and get your own clients. Like was like when you first started, did you lack confidence? Like when I see you now, it's just like, you were just like so confident. And so I'm just kind of curious, like if you have always been that way or what that journey has been like for you. It's such a great question. And I have to think, <laughs> um, no, you know, I think in that area of my life, as far as like, you know, like, uh, business or work or doing creative things, I always had my most confident moments in those areas, you know, like when I would perform, that's when I was like the most confident as opposed to maybe like in real life, <laughs> I think I was maybe like a little less confident in areas of like, I don't know, like relationships and friendships and, and that kind of place, which is kind of funny to me, but I guess it kind of makes sense. I think a lot of people who perform, they're like at home when they're on stage or they're at home when they're doing so, whatever they like to do that's creative. And so I think that's why I'm my most creative in those places, because I really love, love doing it. And I'm passionate about those things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think when it came to the VA thing, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, well, that wasn't really super creative, but I'm just trying to think back because it was a while ago. Yeah. I think, you know, I think once I started seeing that other people were doing this in these Facebook groups and once I had that a little bit of experience under me, I think at that point I started getting more confident. And since I'm not really like a shy person or anything, that wasn't too, too hard, like going out there and doing it. Like I've always been like a go-getter in yeah. general. So I think that helped me out a lot at that time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it sounds like, and like with being a go-getter, like with the VA, like getting into that. And then like with your business, it sounds like you have an idea and just kind of like run with it and like have kind of taken some like messy action. Like, will you kind of tell <laughs> us more about like, like the benefit of just kind of like jumping into it and getting started? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What did you say? Messy action. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I love it. Yeah. And that really is kind of what it is when you do have that idea and you say, you know what, I'm just going to do it. <clears throat> you have to know from the beginning, it's not going to be perfect. Like it's still not perfect. I'm still, you know, honing in on certain things in that business. And, um, you know, you're always going to be like fleshing it out here and there and making changes and, you know, um, but yeah, you know, I just think it's, um, there's some kind of thrill, I think, that comes along with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I do not like, I've never actually been on a roller coaster in my entire life. That for me what? is not, a, that's not a thrill <laughs> for me. <laughs> those kind of thrills, but I'm not an action taker. Like in those, like, you know, like skydiving, roller coasters, airplanes. I just want to run away from that. But when it comes yeah. to business and be creative, yeah, like bring on the messy action. I love it. I just want to jump in. And just do it. And it's exciting because like, you know, you don't know what people's reactions will be. And and on top of that, for me, like I, I needed, I always need a creative outlet. I need some kind of outlet for all this energy and these bubbles, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's kind of like an outlet too. And just, you know, having your creation and just putting it out there. I don't, it's just so much fun and thrilling to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. a little messy. I, I don't mind. <laughs> But I mean, it sounds like you really have like taken the things that you love doing and you've created something out of it. So tell us more about Bold and Her Biz and like 
just like what um you said that the idea just kind of like came to you but like tell us more of like what like what's your vision for like what do you really want to have from this yeah it's a great question and it's really fascinating to me because when those slogans started to come to me I think I really didn't know what was really happening and what I mean by that is (laughs) now like a year or so later I can look back and I realized um even though I had that confidence you know with like starting my you know starting the first business and stuff i I didn't realize that I had, I still had a lot of like self-esteem issues and like feelings of low self-worth that really just came from a really being in a a really negative environment growing up. I had an emotionally (laughs) abusive mom and sister, and I was always like the quote unquote black sheep of the family, not because I was doing anything horrible or anything. It was just because, you know, sometimes the creative one Oh, they're like kind of weird, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, a whole, there's a whole other story attached to that to my upbringing. But basically, you know, I was just constantly, you know, just put down, and you know, a lot of um, gaslighting happened to me, and just all this stuff. And I ended up with like just horrible anxiety attacks on and off for years. And so I I I was able to look back and see that. Um, you know, that definitely affected me in my VA business, because if you don't really have a lot of self-worth or if your self-esteem is not as high <laughs> as you'd like it to be, it really affects what you bring into your business as far as money and clients and the type of clients and all of that. And so yeah. once I started realizing that, um, I think those affirmations were coming to me because like I said, I didn't really have a cheerleader in my corner when I was doing my VA thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long story, but my, <laughs> my soon to be, um, ex-husband, he wasn't really, I didn't really get the emotional support that I needed there. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get it from my mom because our relationship was, you know, was never good because of how she is. And so I was really alone in that walk. Really. I mean, I was pretty, pretty alone. And yeah. so I think I need the, I needed these affirmations for myself because, because I needed them because <laughs> you need those affirmations sometimes to really remind yourself of who you are and what you're capable of. And so these affirmations started coming to me, you know, like risk taker, creating my empire. Um, my favorite one is, you know, boss and it stands for bold, original, sassy, strong and all mm-hmm. these, they just started coming to me. And like I said, at the time, I think I thought they were, they were just like, oh, these are really cool sayings. Like these are just cute and cool. I wasn't thinking of it on a deeper level. And then when I got to clubhouse soon after that, I just started listening to, you know, the other women talk and just, I ended up just going through this like self-love journey and it just really hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized like, oh my gosh, like a lot of women entrepreneurs, like they had the same issues that you do with their low self-esteem and low self-worth and lack of confidence or their mindset's not right. And like, you know, they can identify with these, with my situation too, and they can really use this kind of help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, so again, I, it's kind of amazing to me that I didn't really, that wasn't my purpose when I started it, but then I got to clubhouse. And so now <laughs> it's become more of a purpose where I'm like kind of bringing these boss ladies together you know, to 
help them to feel empowered and kind of remind them, you know, like I'm not a therapist or a coach or anything like that, but I'm just kind of reminding them in my own creative way, you know, like you can do this, you know, and I can help you have more confidence, you know, with these, you know, colorful and fun products that will have these affirmations and these slogans that, that you need, that you need in your life. And, you know, you can sometimes, especially as women, sometimes you do have to bring your confidence from the outside inward. Sometimes like whether it's putting on makeup, right. Mm -hmm. Putting on your favorite t-shirt. Right. And it make you make really make you feel like superwoman and make you feel stronger and more confident. And that's going to bring you more success in your business. So that's kind of what it's all about in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because it's like, you took something that you needed and have turned it into something that like so many other women do need. And you were so right about like, if you are feeling like a lack of self-love or self-worth and you're trying to run a business, like you're not going to bring in the actual business that you want. Like you've got to do a lot of like mindset work to get to that point. Cause it's like you attract like what you're giving out. And if you can't even, you know, have that self-love for yourself, it's going to, it is a real struggle. I mean, I've experienced, and I know so many other people experience it. So I love that you have, you know, taken something that you needed to really help other women. And like, yes, it's like when you're wearing, like, especially like that boss shirt, like, I love it. And I see it, I'm like, I need to get one, but it's like, when I see that, I'm just like, that's just like so powerful. And just like almost putting on like you're like superwoman outfit. Like I'm going to wear this and I'm going to know, like I'm confident and I got this. Um, so I'm like curious. A, like a cape. Like a cape. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, in one of my, in, in one of my Instagram reels, I put like a sky background and I was pretending to be flying. And I, have like my, so I have a shirt and it says dream manifester and it has like the yellow triangle, like Superman kind of like, yeah. And I was like pretending to be flying. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's so great. And so I'm curious, like, as you were kind of realizing for yourself that you needed to work on some things, like what else did you do to really help you with that? Like self-love and self-esteem and confidence and like, yeah. Yeah. Great question. So yeah. And again, I've been on this, what I call my self-love journey for about time goes so fast, but I want to say around two years. Yeah. Or so when it just kind of, I don't know, you know, your inner voice kind of speaks to you, you know, and I finally started listening to it about two years ago. And so once you kind of pay attention to that, then you start, you know, getting the message from various people or places of what you need to do. So I started learning about like meditating and, you know, affirmations and writing them down um, and all of that. And then um last spring oh my gosh a year oh my gosh a year ago already time flies especially when you're getting older oh my gosh (laughs) and during COVID times (laughs) about a year ago I realized that I had to end my 10-year marriage because it was full of negativity and it was not healthy for me and I was brushing that under the rug like I knew it my inner voice was telling me that and I was brushing under the rug for a couple years and that really was part of my self-love journey uh, was ending that marriage because I knew that I was not being able to grow or have the real joy or peace that I needed because, well, I can't change him. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? It was just a whole big thing. But, um, but since I actually did that, um, 
and I kind of gave, I let him know what was, what was in my, you know, what I wanted in the summer. And then he moved out in November and it's made like a huge world of difference in my life. And I'm not telling anyone to, to leave their husband. I'm not a marriage counselor or anything, but for <laughs> me, that's like, that's what I had. That's what I had to do as part of my self-love journey. Yeah. And ever since I made that decision, I've been attracting these incredible things like, like in my life and, you know, my friends on clubhouse and just more joy and peace. And I think that's allowing me to grow this business more. If I know I sound silly, but it, it's totally connected because if I, I'm feeling much better about myself and so how can I uplift others if I'm down and out most of the time? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think everything like I am just like a huge like proponent of like the ripple effect. So I think like when you do like one thing, it just like affects how like the other things in your life. And so for you to leave that marriage, like I think is so like you did what was best for you. And, you know, like, yeah, you joke, like you're not a marriage counselor, like don't leave your husband. But like, <laughs> how did you know? Cause I think a lot of people can probably relate of like, I've got this kind of like feeling that I know I've been like ignoring, but like, how did you know? Like, all right, I need to do something about this. I actually do kind of remember. And again, this was like last spring, a year ago, spring yeah. of 2021. I remember one day it just hit me and I was like, I literally said to myself, like, oh my gosh, I am angry all the time mm. I'm angry all the time because when you're in a negative environment you know like you're you're just it's natural to be angry it's natural to be resentful it's natural to feel bitter and unhappy and just gross inside yeah. <laughs> and when I realized that I was saying to myself like I don't want to keep doing this like nothing is changing like like nothing is changing. This is not healthy for me. You know, we have an eight-year-old daughter and she deserves better than being in this kind of energy. And, you know, and I think at that point, that was when I was like, okay, I really need, you know, like a therapist to help me navigate this. You know, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And it was probably the scariest and hardest thing I ever had to do, even more than like giving birth. I mean, it was really emotionally, so hard even though I knew it was a good move for me it was so hard because after 10 years it's it still hurts you're still tearing apart part of yourself when you're joined with one person and um sure yeah but so I think that was the point I was just tired of <clears throat> being hurt and angry all the time and going in these circles I was just like no I life is too short I can't keep doing this I just can't yeah yeah. And I think like also with that, the other thing you mentioned about like, you know, like you released that relationship and yeah, like it, that is really hard to separate yourself. And then especially, you know, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but yeah, like when you release, like what's not serving you anymore, you're making space for so much more that will serve you. And I mean, you are just creating a great example for your daughter as well. Like, cause I mean, she sees the relationship and she wants, you know, you guys to be happy, but if you're stuck in a miserable marriage, like that's not serving anybody. So it's hard, but like, it sounds like it was just like so worth it. And I think so many people need to do things that are uncomfortable to get to where they need to be. 
Totally. And yeah. yeah. I know the audience can't see. I'm like nodding my head like crazy <laughs> right now because you really hit it on the nose. I mean, letting go of something that's not good for you. And it really, you're right. And I didn't even think of that. And then like, yes, it's so true. It really does. And it has created more space for me. I think even to serve, you know, the women like in my clubhouse rooms, how I'm doing. I mean, honestly, like I, I was thinking the other day to myself, I don't think I could have done this even like a year ago. I mean, I wasn't not in the same way, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm just so much a better emotional place. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's very, very true. It's worth it. Even though those kind of moves are hard, you get uncomfortable and you have your cries and you scream and whatever you have to do. But once you get through that, it's like all this freedom and, you know, like new, just new possibilities open up. Yeah. And I'm also curious along with that, you know, you mentioned about like your mom and family, which is like you being the black sheep and like that emotional abuse. I mean, cause that's also hard if you don't have a great support system and then having to go through a separation. But I guess I'm curious to know of like, uh, like how does that, how does your relationship look with them now of like, how have you like moved forward and kind of balanced that? Cause I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to their families, they want to still try to fit in even when they know they don't, but they're still trying to like please those people around them and they get stuck in that like environment. That's not actually good. Yeah. Um, well at this point, <laughs> Um, I've learned, you know, to set boundaries. Yeah. It took me a very, probably like 20 years. It took me a very long time to learn that. And that's what I do now. Like, I don't, uh, I don't share a lot with my family because they, it's not as bad as it was, but they still kind of will bring me down even like in a, I think like in a passive aggressive way. And I, I don't have time for it. I don't have energy for it. I'm, I'm done with it. So I, I don't really have a choice. I kind of keep a wall around myself and I kind of keep things like, you know, just, I don't really share about my businesses. I don't, because I know I won't get this, you know, the enthusiasm or the understanding that I want. And I, yeah. I get that where I can get it from. And sometimes you have to create that other family for yourself, you know, your friends, like my clubhouse friends, you know, a couple of these women are really have become like my family. And I know that I can go to them for support and enthusiasm and vice versa. And uh, so, yeah, so I basically really set boundaries with my family, um, kind of put up my, my little shield, you know, if there's some negativity coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, honestly, that keeps me emotionally much, much healthier that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, yes. Boundaries. Love them from a distance. I love them. I love them. <laughs> I'm nice to them. I'm kind to them, but yeah, I just, I don't really let them in because it, yeah. it just hurts me. So that's how I got to live the rest of my life. Cause I don't see any other way, honestly. Right. Yeah, no. And that's totally like understandable. And I think boundaries are huge and it's like, you're aware of what you can and cannot share with them. And yeah. it's great that like, you don't have to have that support just from your family. Like when you know, you don't have it, but that you've created a different circle of friends that supports you. And like, that's what 
is so amazing these days that we have so many like social outlets that we can meet people from like all over. So it's like, if you know, and you're like, whatever, if you live in like a small town and you don't have like, your like support system there, like you can meet people from anywhere that will actually support you. And that's what, I mean, you know, I'm like, I kind of want to talk about clubhouse because I do love that so much. And I know you're very active on there. Like, how did you kind of like build those connections and support system through Clubhouse? Honestly, I just, I just, when I decided to start my club last year, Ladies with a Legacy, I really had no idea what I was doing. Again, like the other things, I just kind of get the idea and jump in. Yeah. <laughs> and I started off, I was like, well, I'll do a start with the business networking room. That's easy enough. And honestly, I mean, I just attracted these super cool boss ladies, you know, who ended up, you know, coming into the room. And, you know, I, I asked some of them down the road and, Hey, you want to mod with me? And so, I don't know, it just kind of naturally happened. Those friendships just kind of naturally happened really by me just being my silly and quirky and goofy self. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think when you're truly uh, yourself and you don't worry about what other people think in the beginning of clubhouse I was really terrified <laughs> <laughs> I was like a lost puppy I felt very insecure honestly I felt very insecure I was like who are all these models and actors on here like everyone's profile picture was so perfect when I first got there I was like like what where am I I don't know what this is like you know and yeah. then then I kind of started going to the rooms that I liked and um and then I realized you know, everyone has something special to bring a value. You don't have to be, everyone was saying like, bring value, bring value wherever you go in clubhouse. And I was like, well, I sell t-shirts. What's, I, I don't have, what's my value? I don't teach anything. I, you know, and then I realized after a few months, I finally realized like the way that I was bringing the, you know, the boss ladies together and the way that I was, you know, sharing of myself and being supportive <clears throat> that is value. That's valuable. That's mm-hmm. what I bring. I just, cause I, just cause you don't teach something in your rooms doesn't mean that you're not giving something. And then I kind of realized, okay, I can just be free. I can just be my goofy self and, you know, and just be me. And once you do that, you're going to attract the right people who want to mod with you and who you want to mod with. And it just really go, go, it really just went, went from there. Yeah. yeah it's turned into something really I mean, just really, really special. Like these women I've met, I mean, oh my gosh. Like they're like, a couple of them are really like sisters. You know, like we call, you actually call each other and you know, it's just, it's just great. It's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I mean, I absolutely love that you said like once you were yourself, your quirky, goofy self. I mean, that's what attracted me to you. Cause I was just like, <laughs> oh, like, I'm just like I loved your personality. And it's like, you know, this show is all about like how being yourself, like that's, that's like when life happens, that's when you can really truly live your life. So I love that just by being yourself, you were able to bring people to together. And then what you said about adding value, because I think a lot of people can struggle with that of like, well, like, I don't really have anything to offer. Like, you know, but when you just kind of like be yourself and put yourself out there, then like you see what happens and you see that you are valuable and you have something to bring to the table. And even if it's not what someone else brings, like that's why everyone's different. Like everyone's bringing something different to the table. And so, yeah. And like, I'm curious with like 
you know, being your quirky, goofy self, like, have you always like embraced that or has that been a journey as well? That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think I really embraced it when I was a kid or a teenager, just because again, my family acted like, you know, <laughs> like, I, you know, like I was just a black sheep, you know, like, oh, Brooke's too, you know, you're weird. Oh, you're like, I, th- I was too passionate for them. Like yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't handle it. And I, <laughs> and you know, or like, oh, my laugh was too loud. And I kept being, I was being criticized mm. for these qualities that now a hundred years later, <laughs> <laughs> in my 40s you know like I realized like those qualities are what makes me me those qualities for me they're gifts from God I don't care what anyone says that's how he made me that's you know that's who I am and I feel like you know it's not they're not negative qualities or we all have some negative qualities but for those those things are not the negative qualities about right. and so I didn't really I don't think I embraced it till um although let me rephrase that I think whenever I was in my creative element I did embrace it, but I think when I was like literally home, when I was at school, you know, I was taking, I was in the drama class in high school and did like the talent shows and the drama club and all that. So in those areas, um, I, th- I did embrace those qualities. It was more like on the home base, you know, one-on-one with my family. I think it, I, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't embrace those. I thought, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. why should I, if your own family is making fun of you and mocking you and all this, of course, you're going to think something's wrong with you. Right. Yeah. You're going to hide those parts of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like to them. But yeah, it was, but in my creative elements, I did always kind of embrace that. Um, so thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm embracing it like even more. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. And you're totally right. Like you were created how you were for a purpose and a reason. And I love that you are, you know, fully embracing it now and using it. Um, what kind of like message do you want to leave with people today? I would say focus on what you really, really love about yourself when you get quiet and you think about the things that you love to do, which I think are usually things from childhood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I loved doing all of this stuff when I was like nine years old. I mean, it was in a different way, but even when I was like nine, I put on shows at the family gatherings. My sister and I would like prepare skits and lip sync and dance and I was always that person and so I think when you embrace like really the things that you really love to do you know that helps you with you know loving yourself and you know just go for your dreams this life this life is short and if you don't have the support you need you can definitely get it from me and from from (laughs) Bolin or Biz um but you know just find those people in your life that where you can get support from, because you do need that, you know, as an entrepreneur, but if your own family or, you know, your inner circles don't, don't support you or they bring you down, get out of those circles. You're in the wrong circles. You deserve better. And, you know, just go after your dreams. Even if, even if it's scary, just take little baby steps and just do it. You can do it. Yeah. I can do it anyway. I love it. And where can people find you so that they can connect with you and get some support from you and just be in your space? Sure. So you could go either to my shop at boldinherbiz.com. You can also find me on Instagram. And if you like to smile and laugh, definitely check out my reels and my TikToks, which are also under Bold in Her Biz. And if you're on Clubhouse, 
I'm at Brooke Strauss, which I know will be in the in the show notes. If you are on Clubhouse, and if you are looking for, um, you know, we have a really fun business networking room on Tuesdays um, at 4 p.m. Eastern. And we don't just network about our businesses, but we dance because I'm like an old funk head. I love like 70s and 80s funk and R&B. That's, that's my favorite music. So like I play that on the resets and at the beginning and we just have a lot of fun and we dance and we laugh. So if you're looking for just, you know, a place for support and you are on Clubhouse, check out the Ladies with the Legacy Club because we'll be happy to have you and you can act crazy with us and be yourself. Awesome. <laughs> love it. So uh, yeah, so you can connect with me at any of those places uh, and I'll be happy to chat. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Definitely putting all of that in the show notes. You guys definitely need to connect with her and get in her space. She's loads of fun and yeah, you need her. <laughs> so Brooke, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been incredible. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Brooke is such a beautiful example of being bold. I love that she embraced her goofy, quirky self, which has led to her success in finding her people. I hope you connect with her on Clubhouse and join Ladies with a Legacy to network with other amazing women and have fun doing it. And if you aren't on uh, Clubhouse, I highly recommend it. It's a great way to have access to conversations and to be a part of them on a variety of topics around the world. You meet a lot of great people. You can also find support from me and other recovering people pleasers in the It's Time to Be You Facebook community. Click on the link in the show notes to come join us as you step into your boldness. We'd love to see you there. It's time to be bold. It's time to be you.